Ladies and people who want to be happy, Andy here. I went from depressed and suicidal to living a life of abundance and joy. If I can do it, you sure as hell can too. So I got a YouTube, a comment on my YouTube channel a couple of weeks ago. I did a video and I, at the end of the video said, what do you want? Leave a comment below and tell me what you guys want. And I had a woman, Millie, who left a comment saying, I just want to be happy and free. And so I left her a reply to that. And I wanted to sort of embellish that or expand that out into a podcast today. Because there are a lot of people that say, I want to be happy or I want to be free. I want some more freedom. I want peace, something like that. And when we go for these very vague goals, which I want to be happy and free is incredibly vague. I understand the sentiment behind it but it's a very vague goal. It's not achievable. And when we do this, we're basically setting ourselves up for failure. When we set a goal as, when we set a goal in such an incredibly vague way, like I want to be free, I want to be happy, which can't be defined. How is that defined? What does freedom mean? What does happiness mean? How will you know when you've got there? How can you even start working on being happy and free? When we set a goal that's this vague, Like I said, we literally set ourselves up for failure or we guarantee that we won't make any progress because we don't even know what we're making progress towards. We don't even know what we're trying to achieve. And so what I said to Millie, and I'll say to all of you who maybe have some vague goals or maybe you want something like, I want to be free and happy, which essentially is the human condition. So what Millie has really described here is the human condition. We all want to be free and we all want to be happy. So what I said to her is, Make these goals a little more tangible. Make it something you can actually start working on. I said, go deeper on this. So when you say being free, what does free mean to you? Be specific. A way that you can do this is writing out what your perfect day looks like. Being very specific. Write down what you would do from the moment that you wake up until the moment you go to sleep. Write it all down. One thing that really helps with this is Jordan Peterson. He has made a program called the Self-Authoring Program. Google that. So Self-Authoring Program. Google it. It's like $20. And it basically gets you to map out your future, what you want. And then you can start this process, like I said, of writing out your perfect day. And so this is something that I did probably five years ago, maybe four years ago. And I got my girlfriend, Emmy, to do the exact same thing. We both wrote out our separate perfect days, exactly what it would look like. So, you know, wake up at 6.30 a.m., spend 15 minutes eating breakfast, go to the gym and take my time there and not feel like I have to rush. At 8 a.m., sit down and do a podcast. Go sit on the beach for two hours, then do another podcast, then work on my coaching program or help my coaching clients and answer their questions for a couple of hours, then spend time with my girlfriend. If she's free, if not spend time with my friends, like literally map out, you know, everything that you would do on your perfect day, like what you would call a perfect normal day. When I say normal, I mean like for some of you, when I say perfect day, you might be like, well, I'd win the lottery. And then I would just go sit on the beach all day. It's like, No, no, no. I mean like an average day, a day in the life of your perfect life, like your average perfect day when you're where you want to be. You map this out, you write it all down, and now we know what we're walking towards. Now we know what free actually means. Now, the next thing that you do, and I said this to, you know, this commenter, Millie, I said, write out your 
or write out what in your life is currently making you feel like you're not free. And so a lot of the time when we say, I want to be free, we don't stop and think like, okay, well, that is just going to be a series of problems that need to be solved. Like right now, there's obviously some stuff that's making me feel not free. If I just tackle them one by one and improve each one of them and, you know, go down this path of self-improvement with each one, and every problem has a solution, by the way, if I just go one by one, couldn't I just fix all the things that are making me feel like I'm not free right now? And some of that will be like actual tangible things that you might change. Like maybe you just don't feel like you have any freedom in your job. So quit, go get a different job or start your own business. Maybe you feel like you're just kind of locked into a relationship and you're kind of complacent and you don't feel like there's any growth there. Okay, sit your partner down and say, hey, would you want to grow this relationship with me? Or do that on your own. And I don't necessarily mean break up with them. I mean, you say, you know what? I'm going to start fucking fixing this relationship or improving this relationship. I don't like the idea of fixing it, but improving this relationship. I'm going to start doing that myself, whether or not they want to or not. I'll start taking action. I'll improve myself. I'll improve the relationship from my side. If later on I decide, you know, they're not meeting me halfway, fine, I can leave or I can be okay with them not doing anything. But we're talking about me here. So what can I do? not relying on someone else to change, right? I'm going to change. So whatever it might be, they're just currently making you not feel free. Maybe you have a lot of weight to lose. It's like start chipping away at some of those things, start improving them, start working on them and moving towards freedom. And that idea of your perfect day or your, you know, life that you want to live. Again, the Jordan Peterson self-authoring program really helps with this. And what you would do once you write down everything that you want and everything in your life that's currently making you not feel free is you will then start writing out a plan of some baby steps. You don't have to plan out everything, but just write a couple of little tiny baby steps. Start very small, very, very, very small baby steps that you can start taking to work towards solving some of these problems or improving these aspects of your life. And so, you know, if you are not happy with your job, that might be very intimidating to think like, fucking hell, I can't quit my job though. I need to pay the bills. And that's a limiting belief that so many people say, don't they? They'll say, I can't quit my job. You know, who will pay the bills? I have, I have kids mouths to feed. Like you'll, you'll just throw these limiting beliefs there. And it's like, yeah, you definitely do have children's mouths to feed, or you definitely do want to pay the rent. That's a beautiful thing. But why does that mean you can't go and get a better job? What has that got to do with not getting a better job? That's, that's a non sequitur. You're just saying some random thing. You're saying a limiting belief. You're saying an excuse. And so what we do when we have these excuses is we find one <clears throat> tiny little baby step that we can take to start solving this excuse or solving this problem or working towards the thing that we want. And so, yes, if right now you have children's mouths to feed or you got rent to pay and you can't just quit your job. Yeah, I'm not suggesting you quit your job. But the one small baby step that you can do is you can pull out your old resume, your dusty old resume, you know, dust off the cobwebs and go, okay, over the next three months, which is a very long fucking time, very conservative amount of time, I will start very gently improving this resume. I'll just do it for three minutes a day because that's something that's so unbelievably easy that I won't procrastinate that. Three minutes a day, that's all I have to do. If that is too hard, okay, two minutes a day. If that is too hard and you find yourself procrastinating and avoiding it, one minute a day. If that is too hard, 
10 seconds a day. <laughs> Sit there for 10 seconds a day and work on your resume. Hey, at least you're doing something. And so you break down these goals that you have or these things that you're trying to improve into really, really, really tiny, pathetically small, and I use the word pathetic in a good way, pathetically small baby steps that you can definitely take and you won't avoid. The second thing I said, or the second topic that I said to, you know, this comment by Millie is when you say being happy, do the same thing as I got you to do above with the word free. So what does happy actually mean to you? What kind of person would you need to be to be happy? Another way of phrasing that, is there anything that a person who's happy would have or do or be that you currently don't have or aren't doing or aren't? Or an even easier way to do that is if you can picture yourself as a happy person, like imagine you as a happy version of yourself, what would that person be doing? What would that person have? How would they act? And how would they be? Like what personality traits would they be? And you write down all of that. And then again, as the same thing, as the same previous example, you will come up with all of the baby steps sorry, not all of the baby steps, come up with a couple of baby steps that you can start taking every single day, like right now, start literally this second, to start working towards that ideal person that you want to be. So you're making this very simple for yourself. We're not trying to, you know, climb Mount Everest all at once. No, we're just taking one tiny little baby step right now. And everybody on this planet is capable of taking one baby step. But what people do is they get themselves into these hopeless situations where they say, I can't quit my job. I need to pay the bills. I can't lose, you know, a hundred pounds. That's impossible. I can't be someone who's fit and takes care of their health and does all of that. That's just too much work. Yeah, it is. When you phrase it like that, the current version of yourself isn't capable of doing those things. Yeah, you're not. You're literally not. The good news is the current version of you is capable of taking one baby step to work towards being that person. And you can take thousands of baby steps over the next thousand days. You have a long period of time with this. People make the mistake when it comes to any big goal of saying, oh, I can't possibly do that. Like that's too much work. And it's like, you're forgetting that you have several years. Technically you have the rest of your life, but most goals take several years. You have the next several years that you're going to be working on this. And if, that, if it takes longer than that, and then guess what? You have the rest of your life to work on this. You don't have to just be a fit person right now. You don't have to just go and have a great job right now. You don't have to have the world's best relationship right now. You get the next few years to build that. So humble yourself, and it is a lack of humility. Humble yourself and say, okay, I don't need to do all of this all at once. I don't have to be a fit person. I don't have to be a rich person. I don't have to be even a happy person. I can start taking a couple of baby steps towards those goals. And even the current sucky, crappy, flawed version of me right now can take a couple of baby steps to get there. And you can. Every single one of you listening, you can. Have a look at my history you know, have a look at the depression and all of that that I went through. If I can do this stuff, if I can humble myself and at the start, literally all I could do, you know, when my life fell apart and I was crying nonstop for weeks, 
I literally wanted to die. I mean, I'd wanted to die for the previous like nine years and, you know, had suicidal come so close so many fucking times. But I really wanted to die when my life fell apart. And I was just like crying nonstop, literally nonstop for like 10 hours a day until my voice was just, I couldn't even cry. No sound would come out. I was just doing that every day. But at that point, all I did was, okay, all I can do today is do the dishes. All I can do is wash the dishes today. That's it. Can't do anything other than that. That's it. So I did that. I really didn't want to. My lovely parents pushed me. Thank God I had my parents. I moved back home to stay with them as my life fell apart for a year. And they pushed me and they said, you need to do the dishes. And I would just fucking not want to do the dishes. But at least that was something. That was one baby step. And from that, I built up more and more and more, more baby steps. You know, I got to a point where, okay, I can start to go outside now because I had, you know, horrific agoraphobia. I couldn't leave the house. I built up the courage to go outside for a one-minute walk, then a two-minute walk, then a five-minute walk, then a 10-minute walk. And then one day I was walking around a busy shopping center, a shopping mall for an hour around other people. I didn't talk to anyone, but I was just around other people. Like you build up this confidence through these little baby steps. So you, you build yourself up. And so you don't have to right now be the person who goes to the gym. You don't. You don't have to be the person who has a better job. You don't have to be the person who's a business owner. You don't have to be the person who has great sleep or you don't have to be the person who's happy. Any of you who are depressed, you don't even have to be happy right now, but you can take one tiny little baby step towards happiness. One little baby step towards improving things. One further thing I want to say on the topic of being happy and free is Yes, work towards that with self-improvement. Yes, if there are things in your life that are making you unhappy right now, change them. But there is also another side to this, which is the stories that you tell yourself. And a lot of the time we tell ourselves a story or lots of stories of, I'm not happy. I'm not free. Life isn't fair. Everything's happening to me. I'm a victim. All of that kind of stuff. And I'm not necessarily saying that Millie here is doing that or any of you are doing that, but you probably fucking are doing that, <laughs> right? That's just part of the human condition. When we're unhappy and we feel unfree, it's because in your head you've had some thoughts and you haven't chosen to have these thoughts. They're just there. Thoughts often just appear in our head, right? You've had thoughts about how unfree you are and how unhappy you are and how much life sucks and all of that. And if you don't question those thoughts or if you don't do something to process them and, and change them, then they become your natural state. What I mean by that is if every day you wake up and you say, I'm not happy, I'm unfree, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Before long, yeah, you're not happy and you're not free. Why? Because you've told yourself that thousands of times, maybe tens of thousands of times. And what do we call that? What is a story repeated thousands of times? What do we call that? We call that brainwashing. We also call that propaganda. We also call that torture. And so if you've been believing or letting these thoughts enter your head and then not questioning them or countering them with a positive example, if you've been letting these negative thoughts just sit and brew and percolate in your head, then you have brainwashed yourself. You didn't mean to do it. You were innocent in that. It's not like you cho nobody chooses to make themselves unhappy or brainwash themselves into unhappiness, but you have brainwashed yourself into unhappiness. 
you have propagandized yourself into unhappiness by repeating it or letting it sit in your head tens of thousands of times that you're unhappy or unfree, you've made yourself unhappy and unfree. You have made it come true. And so you can think about that and use that same mechanism to make yourself happy and free. What would that look like? Well, if you've had in your head thousands or tens of thousands of times that you're unhappy and not free, what if you just say the opposite 10,000 times? What will happen? This is very well documented. There are thousands of books on this. There's an entire field of psychology called cognitive behavioral therapy, which is essentially just this brainwashing yourself into positivity. It's how I overcame my own depression. I have a very big article on my website and a video talking about my depression. It's like a three hour long video going through my history of depression, and how I overcame it. And as I talk about in there, this is how I overcame my depression and my suicidal, you know, tendencies and ideation and, and you know, a deck almost a decade of misery. I overcame it by brainwashing myself. And I didn't think to do that. The, the psychologist that I went to thought to do that. Actually, there was a part of me that thought to do that. No, that she suggested it. And I was like, what if I just do this nonstop every day permanently? So shout outs to that counselor and shout outs to whoever put that thought in my head that I should do this tens of thousands of times. But that's all I did. I just would do this tens of thousands of times. And then I became a positive person. I brainwashed myself into positivity. And I'll tell you what, being positive feels a lot better than being negative. I tried being negative for 15 years of my life, maybe not that long, 10 years of my life, it hurt, it sucked, my life wasn't very good, then I tried being positive, look at my life now, so positivity is absolutely a cheat code, I think most of you kind of know that, I think most of us know that, the whole point, you know, Millie's comment here, I want to be happy and free, it's like, then give that to yourself, and that's kind of the point that I'm making here, is yes, change the external stuff, of course, if you really don't like your job, go and get another one. If you really aren't happy in your relationship, improve it or leave. If you really, 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 I don't know, what's a weird example? If you really don't like your children, okay, improve your relationship with them. Start by Googling, how do I like my children? <laughs> Every problem has a solution. So, so definitely work on the external stuff, but a big part of this is also working on the internal stuff and changing the stories that we tell ourselves. And instead of saying, I'm unhappy and free, unfree, which is what this comment has said, and a lot of you will say the same thing. Most of you who come to me for coaching, the majority of you who listen to this podcast or watch my YouTube channel or read my articles, you're doing it because you want to be happy and free. And a big part of my coaching, any of you that sign up for coaching with me will see this immediately. I start getting you to work on the headspace stuff and saying like, okay, so why aren't you free right now? Why are you unhappy right now? And people will say, well, because, you know, I haven't had a lot of sex with women. I'm like, yeah, but I just, that doesn't answer my question. Why are you unhappy right now? And they'll go, well, I told you, you know, like I haven't had a lot of sex. And yeah, I understand that. You haven't had a lot of sex. That isn't answering my question. That has nothing to do with my question. I didn't ask you the question of, have you had a lot of sex or not? I asked you, why are you unhappy? And we'll kind of go through that and they'll go, well, because I can't be happy without having a lot of sex, right? And I'll be like, is that true? 
and you can see the 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 gears start to turn and the house of cards falls down and people go like well i guess i could be happy while i work on my sex life maybe and i'm like yeah <laughs> yes why don't you just be happy while you work on your sex life why don't you do both at the same time why don't you be happy during the process of self-improvement? Why don't you be happy while you build towards a million-dollar business? Why don't you be happy while you fix your depression? That might sound like an ironic, weird fucking thing to say, but what I'm essentially saying is enjoy the fucking process. Be okay with the process. Don't tell yourself that you will be happy once you achieve a certain goal. That's a, a fast track to a lifetime of misery because you'll just keep lying to yourself You'll achieve this goal and you'll go, oh, but I, I'm still not happy because you haven't let yourself be happy. You haven't brainwashed yourself into happiness or you haven't pushed yourself towards happiness. You haven't worked on your happiness. And so you'll just say, fuck, maybe I, I need another goal and then I'll be happy. Maybe I need to make a million dollars and then I'll be happy. You make your million dollars and you're still not happy because you haven't worked on your happiness. You haven't let yourself be happy. And then you'll go, maybe I need to earn $10 million. So you'll go away and grind for the next few years and earn $10 million. And guess what? Now you're still not happy because you haven't made happiness a priority. You haven't improved it. You haven't let yourself be happy. So you'll go, maybe I need to earn $100 million. And this shit will just keep going. And I've seen so many people burn themselves out. I've seen guys that claim they've slept with 2,000 women. And they don't strike me as happy, peaceful, loving individuals. They don't. They never talk about happiness. They never talk about love. They never talk about joy. They never talk about building other human beings up. They don't talk about these higher level peaceful concepts or loving or whatever you want to call them, compassionate concepts, because they're not happy yet because they haven't focused on that. I've seen people earn hundreds of millions of dollars a year. I can list you some names and they're not happy. They don't talk about happiness. In fact, some of them who are deeply honest, and I really admire and respect Dan Henry being a very good example of this, some of them come out in a podcast and say, you know what, I think I've been chasing money for a long time, and I don't think it's made me happy. In fact, and Dan Henry is very vocal about this, in fact, it cost me my fucking marriage. Now I don't have a wife. I don't get to see my kid as much as I want to. I've made $3 million in a fucking day, and I'm, why am I not happy? you know what, I'm going to change the direction of my channel, I'm going to change my content, and I'm just going to focus on helping people, because that's the only thing that ever made me happy, is giving to other people, doing something a little selfless. And this is a podcast that Dan Henry did, and he changed his channel. This was about six months or a year ago. It was a very eye-opening podcast to me, because I had figured out the same stuff, and I was like, god damn, like, Dan Henry's like figuring this shit out too, like, this is fucking incredible. I was so unbelievably happy for him. I really was happy for him. And so the point that I'm getting to is if we don't set happiness as a goal, if we just kind of neglect and ignore it, then yeah, we tend to keep moving the goalposts as it's called. We come up with the next reason why we can't be unhappy and we just keep doing that. So I will leave some links in the show notes or the description to a couple of articles. So I'll leave a link to my depression article. I also have another article called If You Feel Hopeless and Helpless, which is an article on when you have those limiting beliefs, right? And you feel like, I can't quit my job, or I can't lose weight, I have too much weight to lose, or I could never meet women, I'm short, or, you know, like any of these hopeless feelings of like, I, it won't work for me, I can't do it. I'll leave a link to, to that article. 
I've done a few other articles. If any of you are in a really dark place, like you're depressed or you're suicidal, I did a video on my YouTube channel called My Friend Who Tried to Kill Himself. So just search for that on my channel, on my YouTube channel. On my website, on killyourinnerloser.com, I have an article called Don't Kill Yourself, which I wrote specifically if you're literally sitting there having suicidal thoughts. I've had a couple of people email me in the last, you know, five years and say, I'm literally suicidal, dude. Like, I'm literally going to kill myself. And so I wrote that article for the first person who ever told me that. And so that's my, like, go-to article if you're literally sitting there with, like, a fucking knife on your wrist or something, which I was for many years. Read that article, please, please, please. I've got other articles, such as one on my website called, like, Don't Quit. I've got a lot of different articles on depression and stuff like this. So please grab those. If you feel like you would like some deeper coaching, if you're super, super, super wanting to handle this happiness stuff and you're really going like, I just want to be happy and free, which I think I've said this on many podcasts recently, is that's most of what I work with coaching clients on these days. Like people come to me and go like, hey, dude, I want to get laid. And I'm like, okay, that's easy, but let's get you happy and free and peaceful and let's work towards enlightenment for you. Let's figure out what to do with the rest of your life. I don't give a fuck about you getting laid. I can help you with that with my eyes closed at this point. I care about the rest of your life being immensely more peaceful, loving, happy, joyful, I don't want you to just come to me and get some pussy. That's easy. You don't really need me for that. That's pretty easy. So I, obviously, if you come to me for getting laid advice, I will help you with that. I'm not saying I won't, obviously. But yeah, a lot of what I, or most of what I work with my clients on these days is that deeper happiness, that deeper like self-love, that deeper connection to other human beings, that deeper connection to reality as well. Being more present, being more grateful for what you have in your life. And if you don't have anything in your life, First of all, you're a goddamn liar. Everybody has something in their life if they sit down and take the time for to, to, to look for it. But the second thing is, yeah, sure. If you really feel like you don't have a whole lot, then improve that. Work on that. So I'll leave links in the description to my coaching. I have two coaching packages. I have a group coaching package and a one-on-one -on -one coaching package. Something that I don't talk about much, actually, is that my good friend Cam from Radical Improvements, he's a coach in both programs alongside me. Like, so if you join, you get access to him for fashion advice, for mental health advice, happiness advice, and all that. I've actually had him, he's already done one video now. I'm getting him on my channel more. Like he's going to do content for my channel, which is a very interesting direction that I never thought I would take. I always thought like, okay, everything on my channel is just going to be only me. But yeah, we're kind of playing around a little with having him do some content for my channel and the first video he did is like absolutely mind blowing. Like he did a really incredible good job. I actually watched it and I was like, this is better than what I do. Like this is actually better than my own content. So shout outs to him. If you sign up for coaching, you get coaching alongside or me and him alongside me. But yeah, shout outs to him. I really appreciate him doing content for my channel and stuff. I'm paying him for it to be clear, but yeah, I've, I fucking appreciate the dude. The, he's, he's done such an incredible incredibly huge amount for me over the last like five years. He's been an amazing friend, an amazing human being. So shout outs to him. Grateful for him. Yeah. Don't let your limiting beliefs and your supposed lack of freedom and happiness hold you back, guys and girls. Like I said, I think there's enough actionable advice in this podcast that you can get started. 
every single human being on this planet is capable of improving their station in life if they're willing to humble themselves and start really small. What most people do is they get overwhelmed by how many things they don't have or how far they have to go in their self-improvement journey, and then they don't even start. We all kind of know that from high school, right? And university if you've been there, but high school. When you have a big project, what do you do? You procrastinate it. But imagine if instead of me giving you this big homework assignment, which you're just like, I'm not, I can't tackle this. There's too much. What if I just said to you, all right, your homework for this, your assignment for this is tell me the answer to two plus two. You would go like, well, that's fucking easy. I can do that. It's four. Yeah, you can do that. The only reason that we procrastinate big homework tasks is because they're so fucking big and scary. But if the teacher had like drip fed it to us question by question, like, okay, students, this week, the homework task is just answer this one question. I'm not going to give you some big project or a big assignment that's worth like 60% of your grade. And if you fail this, you're going to die. Like, no, I'm just going to give you one question every week, a little baby question, really nice, easy question. We'd all do our fucking homework. We wouldn't put it off because it would be easy. You'd go, oh, I can solve that question in like 10 minutes. I can do that. That's easy. You'd sit there for 10 minutes and you'd fucking solve it. And so do that yourself. Give yourself easy homework tasks or easy self-improvement tasks. Stop trying to look at the mountain that you have to climb. Look down at your own feet, which is literally humbling yourself. Look down at your own feet. Put your left foot forward. One step. Congratulations. You've started the process of self-improvement. 